The Word of God teaches that in the last days, 10 men from all nations will take a hold of the garment of a Jew. Beloved, God is restoring to the church today the Jewish roots of the Christian faith. Today, I'm going to bring you into Brazil. Rabbi Schneider is a voice crying out in our lost world, pointing mankind to Jesus today. Shalom, I'm Cynthia, Rabbi's wife. I pray that Father God touches you and blesses you today as Rabbi Schneider teaches and preaches God's Word. I'm going to take you today inside the country of Brazil. I spoke in two large churches there, one in the city of Belo Horizonte and the other in the city of Campinas. In Campinas, I was actually ministering at a pastor's conference to hundreds of pastors that were hungry and thirsty to understand the Jewish roots of their Christian faith. I wasn't focused on miracles. I was focused on laying sound doctrine for the building of the kingdom. Let's go now inside the country of Brazil to see what God is doing there as he's teaching the church worldwide the Jewish roots of our Christian faith. I'm going to take you inside Brazil today. I'll be in several cities, but right now I'm standing in a spot in the city of Belo Horizonte. It's one of the larger cities in Brazil. What I've been doing today is taking a tour of the city to see a whole spectrum of the types of people I'll be ministering to. We started out in some of the more affluent neighborhoods, and then we went down to the very slums. Well, Brazil is a huge country, so it's like five countries rolled into one, so it's kind of hard to generalize. But what I can generalize, I think, is financially, uh, there's a lot of poor, uh, very few rich. There's a lot of financial need. Inflation's very high. Things are expensive. Because of the economic necessity, there really is a lot of crime. Spiritually speaking, they are a religious people. They'll latch on to anything they consider to be truth, so it's not always the truth. <laughs> but they're generally pretty receptive to something spiritual. Uh, so that can be good and that can be bad. Here in Brazil, they have very open hearts for the work of God. They accept God's word and the move of the Holy Spirit without restriction. And that makes it easy for the operation of the Holy Spirit in their lives and hearts. The people here in Brazil are very needy, maybe because of all the difficulties that we face. And that's why we need to feel more and more this move, the penetration of the Word of God. We came to Brazil because we felt like the Lord was calling us to expand our on-the-ground missionary evangelistic crusades beyond Africa. And so a door opened up for us here in Brazil. I'm here this time first and foremost developing relationships with key leaders here for the purpose of coming back and doing on-the-ground evangelistic crusades to reach the lost. But I need the support of the key leaders here to be able to do that. I have been privileged of meeting him. The in-depth revelation that he brings is, is just tremendous. It, it enters our hearts with such power and we are able to see the biblical principles with a lot more clarity. 
Então a bênção que foi Rabbi's presence here was a blessing. It brought us joy and was like an anointing of heaven. Because this church that I lead loves Israel. And receiving a messianic Jew like Rabbi, it strengthened our faith. In addition to forming relationships with key leaders, I also was able to minister to many people. And what I found was they are so hungry here to understand the Jewish Jesus, to understand the Judaic roots of their Christian faith. I believe that God has called Rabbi to come to Brazil because he has a message about our Jewish roots that the church needs. Connecting Old Testament and New Testament is important because, uh, like the Rabbi said himself, our faith comes from the Jews but understanding where it comes from. It causes us to have a deeper understanding of God himself. This is why the Lord had Israel build the tabernacle in Exodus 25. He wanted a people that he could dwell with. His masses are greatly needed because there are so much confusion among the Christians regarding Jews and Gentiles. And then when we think as Gentiles, we just think of being saved and going to heaven. But we never think in a way that we have been brought in to the commonwealth of, of, of Israel. On Saturday, I spoke two times, and I went through approximately 12 points that covered both the historical reasons as well as the theological reasons how Judaism and Christianity became two separate movements. And then conversely, I talked about how traditional Judaism views Christianity and Jesus as something that's un-Jewish. And it was a message that was very scholastic. I mean, it was very uh, much from the perspective of information. But then when I continued to minister the next day and talked about the Father's love and talked about the church being the bride of Christ, it really brought everything all together to them. And I think that they walked away so blessed, realizing what a balanced ministry had been given to them. Even as a pastor, I never heard such a clarifying explanation. It was such a deep and well-founded word from God. This teaching brought such a clear feeling to me about the reality of Christ being in my life. In my life, a lot of things is going on different. Uh, my husband is in common for seven months, eight, almost eight months. And I was thinking much about God loves me, you know. And during this time, this ministry, I could feel God speaking in my heart. 
don't worry, I love you, I'm with you, and I'm gonna help you. And it was amazing for me. I could feel his hand. I could feel his voice. I could hear his voice talking to me, putting his hand in my heart and saying, daughter, I am with you. It was not just a word, but was something like he was holding me. And I, I felt like secured in his hand. I don't have my husband right now with me. And he held me and he said, I'm with you. I'm going to take care of you. You don't need to understand, but you need to trust me. How Rabbi has brought an awareness of our Jewish origins was very important in my life. And I'm going to take this message to my congregation and the world. Beloved ones, I just want to thank you for making this ministry possible. Without you, we wouldn't have been able to go to Brazil. I wouldn't be able to broadcast on television around the world. We wouldn't be able to go to Africa or Israel, all the other places that the Lord has sent me to preach the gospel. And I want you to know, people's lives really are being changed. I mean radically changed and radically saved. What was so unique about this trip was the opportunity to minister to so many pastors for a significant length of time. It's multiplication. They're going to go back and they're going to teach their congregation and the kingdom of God is going to continue to grow. I love you. I want to thank you for your financial help and for your prayers. Let's go back to the show. One of the things I really enjoyed about the church at Campinas was their heart to not just reach their congregation, but to impact their whole community. They realized that it wasn't enough just to have services, so they built a school in their community to establish a biblical foundation, educating the children from preschool all the way up into the adolescent grades. It was such a blessing to uh, tour the Christian school and they brought us in a few of the classes and so one of the classes they brought us in, they gave me an opportunity to speak a few words to the children. It was such a blessing. Okay, I'm going to ask the question and then the first one that raises their hand to know the answer, I'm going to call on you. The winner will get a U.S. dollar. I began to administer a Bible quiz to the young people. It was so fun. They all were laughing. When Rabbi walked into the classroom and started asking the students questions, their eyes just lit up. What is the name of the capital city of heaven? New Jerusalem. Congratulations. It was so fun. They all were laughing. And uh, you know what, if I wasn't a, a, an apostle and a pastor and a prophet and evangelist, I would love just being an elementary school teacher, being with kids and teaching them. I think I would love that life. I thought it was really impactful when Rabbi blessed the students before he left. It was a moment that the students will never forget. step into an area, I, I, I try to be careful about not pre-planning what I'm going to preach too much. 
because I want to be able to sense what is actually happening in that area in the spirit. And so when I stepped on the platform, I was very open to how the Spirit would lead me. And right when I stepped onto the pulpit, I, I was able just to sense kind of the spiritual climate of the people that were in the auditorium. How many of you have been to a restaurant? And as you look around the restaurant, everyone at the table is talking on their phone. Todo mundo está lá com dedinho na tecla do telefone. How many have seen that before? Você já viu isso aqui? Okay. How many of you sleep with your phone next to your bed or pillow? Raise your hand for me. Okay. Ah. Now think about that. We have to die to the outer world to become sensitive to the inner world. We have to choose to love him more Mais than we love staying connected to our friends on the internet. internet. Now this doesn't mean we can never use Facebook. Isso não significa que nunca mais nós vamos usar o Facebook. And it doesn't mean we can never communicate to our friends. E nem significa que nunca mais vamos nos comunicar com nossos amigos. What it means, however, is that we break the demonic addiction. É que estamos quebrando o vício. We stop checking our smartphone first thing in the morning and instead begin the day by giving our hearts to God. So I call people to repent of this and to create boundaries between them and technology, between them and the internet. And then we of course gave an altar call for people to come forward and we had a fantastic response because so many are addicted. Some of you that are seated, you stayed seated because you were afraid that I was going to ask you to give up your smartphone. Porque talvez você pensasse que eu ia pedir que você se livrasse do teu telefone. You made the decision. Você faça essa decisão. You chose your smartphone over Jesus. Talvez você esteja. It's as plain and as simple as that. Mas eu não posso colocar de Jesus. I'm going to give one more chance to repent. Eu vou lhe dar uma chance a mais para você Those pensar bem. I'm going to count to three. Anybody else who wants to decisão. come? Eu and vou then contar we're going to Um. Two. Dois, three, três. You know, I sensed what was happening, and I preached against the addiction that was keeping people from going deeper with God. And at the end of the message, it was like, you know, I don't know if there was anybody in the auditorium that wasn't convicted at some level. I saw people coming to the altar, and that is not a common thing in my church. But tonight, everybody came. I saw tears coming down their faces. I saw them repenting before the Lord. As I exited the building, there was a couple there that were strategically waiting for me to exit. Because the night before, she had had a dream. And in the dream, she had seen her husband addicted to the computer. Last night, when I was dreaming, there was this old man. He was dirty and ugly looking. He was tying my husband's hands and his feet. In this dream, the whole time my husband was watching his computer. I tried calling his name so that he could see the man that was tying his hands. But my husband couldn't hear me because the other man had his hands over my husband's ears. He blocked his ears and his eyes as well. This dream was just like what Rabbi was talking about in his message tonight. In the dream, my husband was using his laptop and cell phone at the same time. Both devices were being charged all the time so they would never run out. At that time, I began to pray. 
and the chain that had been put on his hands and his feet fell off. They fell out. Right. Yeah. So how do you think what happened tonight, um, God used what happened tonight in this whole process? At tonight's service with Rabbi, I saw God's doing and fulfilling what he had showed me in the dream. My husband went to receive prayer tonight. He came down from the balcony to be prayed over and now he feels free. Today I felt the touch of the Spirit and he spoke to me. In our house we have a small room which we use for prayer. I used to go to that room first thing every morning and I would pray for the souls of those in other countries. However, I got addicted to my cell phone and have been going to that first thing instead. The Lord spoke to me very clearly tonight while you were praying for me to go back to the old ways. I just want to pray for you specially one more time. Father God, in Yeshua's name, in Jesus' name, thank you, Father God, for this covenant. Beloved, this is a subject that's really dear to my heart because I firmly believe that the devil is strangling God's people through technology. It is one of the most powerful addictions on the earth right now. Wherever I go, every country I'm in, people are addicted to their smartphones. Let me ask you a question you that are watching right now. Are you addicted to your smartphone? Are you addicted to technology? How often are you spending time going and checking your emails, checking your texts, checking your Facebook account every day? Perhaps for some of you it's not a problem, but I'm convinced that for many, probably the majority, even of you that are watching right now, it's a big, big problem. The problem with technology is that the devil takes us out of our own soul into some pseudo-reality, focusing on what's outside of ourselves rather than being connected to what's inside ourselves. And what's inside ourselves, beloved one, is Jesus himself. We can't be conscious of God's Holy Spirit abiding in us if we're connected to what's happening outside us all the time. We need to bring ourselves back the scripture says, return to the ancient path and to the good way and walk on it. The devil is literally bringing people out of their own soul to be connected to the realm of darkness through technology. Listen, these things that people are doing, it's just a facade. The different portraits that they're painting of themselves online, it isn't the real world. If you find yourself sleeping with your phone next to your bed, waking up in the morning, checking your phone before you do anything else, checking your phone every half hour or even more for some of you throughout the day, I wanna to say to you, the devil is really harming you. God wants you to bring yourself back. Sure, technology can be used as a tool and a very effective one at that for sure. But for most of us, it's more than a tool, it's become our master. I want to strongly challenge you today to put discipline into your life regarding how you're relating to technology. I want to encourage you, let's go back, beloved, to the basics. Let's learn how to once again be still before God, to sit in His presence, to be in His Word, to focus on real relationships rather than pseudo-relationships that take place through technology. Beloved, please, take this very seriously. This is no small thing. I'm telling you, the devil is using this to separate people from God. But by the power of God, you can bring yourself back, use discipline, and put technology under your feet, become its master, rather than letting it master you.
what Brazil needs is, n is not just the word of God, but, but we need uh, to experience anointing. Him coming here is, is God's appointment for our church. I've already heard and seen the results of his messages in our hearts. For instance, today we met with our pastors and they're all saying how much God spoke to their hearts and opened their minds to see things that they didn't before. God spoke to me personally in this morning service. I felt this great burden being removed from my life. And I believe many others felt that as well. I can now see the Father in an even deeper way. I see how He is near to me at every moment, even when I disobey Him. He doesn't reject me, but instead, He's always there, waiting for me to come back to Him. I want to thank you for traveling with me today into Brazil through this broadcast. It really does, beloved, mean so much to me to know that people love what God's doing through this ministry enough to watch the show. And for those of you that are financially participating and praying for us, I don't know what else to say. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. I want to assure you, God really is changing people's lives through this ministry. Wherever we go, we see people saved, we're seeing people's lives transformed, we're seeing people delivered. Beloved, it really is, this really is a fruit-bearing ministry. Many of you can't travel around the world and can't be on television like I can, but you know what? Those of you that are supporting what we're doing through your prayers and financial support, you're gonna be rewarded for all the fruit that God is winning through this ministry. Jesus' last words to us were these, go and preach the gospel to all creation. That's what we're doing through discovering the Jewish Jesus. It's a simple ministry, beloved, that's teaching the basics of the faith, and we're seeing incredible fruit. My purpose is to continue to be boldly preaching Jesus until his return. I want to ask you, will you send me? Will you continue to support us? I can assure you of this, when you face Jesus, you're going to be rewarded for every financial sacrifice and for all the prayers that you prayed that Jesus would accomplish his purposes through this ministry. I want to thank you. If the Holy Spirit is knocking at the door of your heart right now, beloved, just be obedient to him, as I always say, because there's always a blessing for obedience. This is Rabbi Schneider saying to you today, I love you. Most importantly, God loves you. Shalom. Here is how you can partner with us. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. To make a credit card donation, call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword rabbi to 45777. To donate securely online, go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. To show our appreciation, we will send you an audio CD of Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month, as well as our most recent newsletter. To learn more about this ministry and for more information about Rabbi Schneider's rich spiritual resources or Messianic music by Joshua James, go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Do you have a testimony of how the Lord has used Discovering the Jewish Jesus to change your life? We invite you to share it with us. Visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com and click on the Testimonies link.
Ever since I discovered Discovering the Jewish Jesus, I feel that I have finally found a place where I could study the Word of God in depth. God has blessed you so immensely, Rabbi Schneider. Sherwood from Michigan. We're glad you joined us today and we want to pray for you. Send us your prayer request by mail or by visiting us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. We also want to thank you for your prayers and your financial support. In supporting Discovering the Jewish Jesus, you become a partner with God in building his kingdom. Thank you and may our Father pour abundantly back into your life as you partner together with us. Thousands of years ago, Father God spoke to Moses and Aaron and said, speak these words over my people, and as you do, I'm going to place my name on them and bless them. You know what? Father God's still living. And as I speak those same words over your life today, as you look to Father in faith, He's going to place His name upon you and continue, beloved one, to bless you in a fresh way today. Receive His blessing, Father's blessing, into your life. Yahweh Ya'er Yahweh Panabelecha Vichunecha Yisadonai Your Father God will bless you and keep you. Father will make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. Father will lift you up with His countenance. And your Father, Father God, will continue His child to strengthen you and to give you His peace. I know someone's been watching today and you feel Father God calling you to Himself. You know you're supposed to give your life to Him. You know you're supposed to come to Him. He sent Jesus to die on the cross for your sins in order to bring you to Himself. Just say, Jesus, please forgive me. I believe you died on the cross for my sins, and I ask you to come into my life right now. I surrender my life to you. 
Now, if you just prayed that prayer or something similar to it, I want to ask you, go to my website, discoveringthejewishyist.com, and hit the Find Jesus link. I've got some information I want to get into your hands. Beloved one, if you just prayed that prayer, you just made the most important decision you've ever made in your entire life. God loves you. Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier.